Happy New Year and welcome back to the Word as God has blessed us to see a new decade. Sharing the Word with us today is our Deacon Derek Opoku. God's Word in His mouth is just as powerful as God's Word in your mouth. He's titled his message Confidence in God, taking from Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12 to 14. But this confidence that we have in Jesus, it's contagious. Amen? It's contagious. So, so receive this confidence. As we are in the new year, we don't know what the months ahead hold. And thus, it is very important that we build our trust in God to keep us sailing in this year. Enjoy and be blessed by God's word today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We, we just want to bless the name of the Lord for ushering us into 2020. Wow. When you look back 10 years ago, I look at myself and I was like, mm, we, weren't, we weren't really serious in the Lord. You know, but a decade later, by the grace of God, look at where we are. It is only by mercies. And I was telling some of the youth, you know, 10 years, in this decade, some of you will get married. Receive it, receive it. 10 years, in this decade, some of you will be married to the glory of the Lord. And the work of God will continue. Amen? Let, let, us, let us pray. Our gracious God, Heavenly Father, thank you for just this blessed Friday. Thank you for those who have been faithful to your word. We pray, Lord, that just, just thank you for the opportunity to preach your word. We're not here for fame or reputation. Lord, we're here so that someone might hear, so that he can be encouraged, and that somebody might be saved. Lord, let the glory that we know is in Christ Jesus overflow in us this evening. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I love the theme of this year. For those who don't know the theme, it says, A glorious church to possess nations. Amen? A glorious church to, to possess nations. And I'm just going to read the text for those of you who haven't read it yet, just to begin. First, text for this this year's theme is Ephesians 3:21 and it goes Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever and ever Again glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever Second reading is Ephesians 5, 27, and it says, He did this to present himself as a glorious, to, to, to present her to her, himself as a glorious church without spot, without wrinkle, without any blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. Amen? So, beloved, this is the vision. This is what God is trying to do with each one of our lives, to present us to himself as holy. Amen? So if you, if you look at the theme, 
the children of God should desire holiness. Amen? Again, the children of God should desire holiness. It is something that makes us distinct from the rest of the world. Amen? So if you're a child of God, my prayers are before you leave here that you will have a burning desire to be holy. Amen? Because this is, it's the only way that we are going to possess nations. Amen? There's no other way. There's no, it's not by, the Bible said it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by the spirit of the living God. And we know the spirit of the living God when it comes to holiness doesn't joke around. Amen? Beloved, my topic for today, as we first Friday of New Year, is confidence in God. Amen? Beloved, confidence in God is so important. Amen? And if you, if you look, your level of success in, Christian, in your Christian life is going to depend on your confidence in God. Amen? We see when Christ came, what was he most impressed about? The Bible says that he was most impressed about with faith. People who had faith. Amen? So I pray that no matter what's happening in your life, and I know there's so many things happening in each one of our lives. Everybody has their cross that they are to bear. Uh, I remember my wife and I, you know, we went to go visit our doctor. And then, you know, my wife would say, oh, you know, this is what's happening to me. And I'm saying, this is what's happening to me. And the doctor said, <laughs> the doctor looked at her and said, that's your cross. <laughs> right? That's what God has given you to bear. Not to say that there's no solution to your problem, but sometimes when things come your way, the Bible, Jesus didn't lie to you. He told you that you're going to go through things. Amen? So when things are coming your way, just ask God for strength. Amen? Because nothing in this world is permanent. Amen? Nothing lasts forever. You know, I remember when we were, all, we were uh, you know, I was single. And sometimes people will be on you, ah, like, you know, oh, when are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? And then when you get married, something else happens, <laughs> right? So now, now they're complaining about, when is your baby going to come? When is your baby going to, you know, when, when, when is this? When is this? So if you live your life to please people, they will always have something. Amen? So tonight, how is your confidence in God? What is confidence in God? The Bible says that confidence in God is complete faith and confidence in God. This year, you're going to be tested. God is going to bring things in your way that's going to test if you really, truly uh, trust him. Just, I remember I was listening to this sermon by a famous uh, preacher. His name is Evie Hill. People, I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but I, I think he's a great man of God. And his wife passed, and he said that in the waiting room, when the doctors brought him the news and, and everything, again, this is where the word of God has to come alive in your life. When you go through certain situations that you're in your mind you can't comprehend. And he, 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 he said, this is the word that God gave him. And again, when God gives you a word, you have to take it and eat it and, and let it settle in your spirit. So imagine, he's been, and he was very close to his wife. Uh, and not everybody close to his wife, but he was very, very, very close to his wife. So, and he preached at his wife's funeral. 
And he said, you know, whenever we read the Bible, it says God gives. Everybody loves when God gives. But if you continue on in the verse, it says, and God takes. Blessed be the Lord. When God gives, we're all excited. But God also takes some things from our lives. Amen? So when God is taking things from your life, you must continue the verse and say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen? Again, how is your confidence in God? Question is, and I'm just throwing this question out. I don't want, <laughs> the, the, the idea of tonight was to make it uh, interactive. So the question is, do you have confidence in God in terms of your purpose? It's a, it's a, it's a question that I'm just throwing out. If anybody, do you, do, you, do you have confidence in God in terms of purpose, your purpose in life? Because you have to understand that you need purpose. Purpose is what drives people. If you look at all the successful people, the people, there's something driving them. So as you are here, what is driving you? Because if you don't have, if you don't know that, what happens is that it's easy to give up. Amen? It's easy for you to give up if you don't see, if you don't have a vision, if you don't have a drive. Right? So I'm going to ask the question again. I want it to be open uh, thing. So do you have confidence in God? in terms of your purpose? Anyone? Anyone? I just want it to be open. <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> Any contributions? Amen. So when it comes to, thank you, thank you all for your contributions. When it comes to confidence in God, I just want you to think, is confidence something that is taught or is it something that is caught? Can I catch confidence in the midst of people? Or do I, or somebody has to teach me, okay, this is step one, this is step two, this is step three, just something to think about. Um, when it comes to confidence in God, there's so many challenges, right? This is why the Bible tells us, renew your mind. Amen? Your mentality when it comes to God is so important because that's where the enemy fights you. That's why social media and all the systems in the world, WhatsApp, that's where it, it's mainly to influence this because they know, the enemy knows that once he is able to get you in the mind, he's got you, Right? And, and this is why it's so important nowadays to watch what you consume because it will eat away at your confidence. Watch who you talk to because they will eat away at your confidence in God. Bible says in Romans 12, 2, it says, and do not copy the behaviors and customs of this world. Why? But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And you see, when it comes to the Bible, the Bible always works in an if and, 
if-and-then statement. It says, don't copy the customs of this world, but let you, God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then, so, so the, which means that the, the previous text that I said must come before what? You learn to know God's will and purposes for your life. So if you want to know God's purposes and plan for your life, if you want to increase in your confidence in God, you cannot copy the behaviors of this world. The Bible is clear, right? And also, too, because if we, when, when we stop copying, so, so you can't be on the tip of everything that the world is pushing at you. That's what, that's what this Bible is saying, that the, the, everybody's pushing their message, right, to you. So, but if we're consuming, if, if there's no filter in our lives and we just consume anything that comes our way, God will definitely not be able to, to transform your mind. And he won't be able to transform the way you think. Many people are not here because of, because again, their God, Godfidence, and you know, there, there's this thing going on, Godfidence. Their, their confidence in God is going down because something else is speaking to them louder than God. So again, like, and then what happens is that it becomes hard to live this Christian life. And the Christian, Christ, Christ didn't intend the Christian lives to be a burden. <laughs> that, he didn't come and die on the cross so that we can, like, Yes, there's burden to, to, to bring others into the kingdom, but th- it shouldn't be a burden that you're, like, you're a believer. It shouldn't be something that, oh, like, it shouldn't be a burden. It, 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 it should be a, a release, a breakout. Amen? We'll look at Hebrews tw- uh, 3, 12 to 14, and this is for us. It says, take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you evil, unbelieving hearts, leading you far away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may harden your heart by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, and indeed we hold our original confidence firm in the end. So if you look at the goal of the devil, the goal of the enemy, he's, he's, his, his job is to break your confidence. This message will return shortly. You are encouraged to support this ministry in prayers and with your donations. If you would love to donate to this ministry, kindly go to tight.ly, that is T-I-T-H-E dot L-Y, and search for Pentecost International Worship Center Peel. And if you are in Canada, you can kindly send us an email transfer at piwcpeel at gmail.com. That is piwcpeel at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the word. So when, when, you, when your confidence in God is strong, what happens is that you don't operate in unbelief. You operate in the belief in God's word. Amen? Proverbs 13 says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish it. 
in your daily decisions, are you committing it to God or are you the one on the driving seat? If we daily commit our work, if we daily commit our family, if we daily commit whatever it is that we are doing to the Lord, this will grow our confidence in God. Amen? If you can write this down, write it down. It says, get to know that God's word in your mouth or God, God's word in his mouth is just as powerful as God's word in your mouth. Amen? So again, this is, this is revolution. Again, God's word in his mouth is just as powerful as God's word in your mouth. Which is why God is always saying, read my word. Breathe on it day and night. Digest it. Because why? When you speak my word, the, the Bible says that he's exalted his word far above even himself. So when you get to know God's word and you speak it, it's as if God himself is speaking. Amen? Amen? So if, a, if you're a child of God and you don't know the word of God, how can you prophesy, how can you speak life into this world? Again, God's word in his mouth is just as powerful as God's word in your mouth. Amen? Which this is why you, can ne you shouldn't neglect the reading and eating of this word. Amen? Because that's how we're able to get the deliverance that we need and move from abundant life to abundant life. Amen? Confidence in God. When you have a confidence in God, you, you then get what the Bible calls the mind of Christ. Amen? And what is the mind of Christ? What does Christ what, what does Christ think about? The Bible says that the, Christ was burdened for souls. Amen? Amen? When you have confidence in God, it leads you to, to have a burden for souls and a passion to see them attain what we have. Amen? When you see the abomination at your workplace or abomination in your schools, does it cause, does it vex you? Does it, does it increase your confidence in God to actually do something about it? When you see something going wrong, how do you look at the situation? Your friends, your family members, the people you know that are going to hell, are you grieved? Are you grieved? Because if you grieve, it will increase your confidence in God. Amen? Because God is burdened to see souls saved. This is, the burden. this is why Christ came and laid down his life. So that souls can be saved. Amen? So this, this, before we get into the meat of the year, we need to have the mind of Christ. We need to increase in our confidence in God. Amen? Confidence in God also births prayer a prayer life in you. you 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 must understand that if if you know this great god god love see god takes so, uh, whenever you whenever you read the word you realize that god takes somebody and then just baptizes them with with just the desire to pray 
for souls desire to see people change. So if, if you have confidence in God, it, your prayer life should, shouldn't be stale. It shouldn't be dry. Because why? There's always somebody to pray for. So tonight we're here to build our confidence in God. And one way, one sure way that we can build that is through prayer. Amen? Jesus doesn't choose us because of what we are, but because of what he's going to make us. I, when we look at all our lives and see where we came from, the villages that we came from, how like there was a lack, how there was a need. And I remember in Ghana, I mean, I was born in Ghana, and like the one thing that I remember in Ghana that kind of changed my life, even at the tender age of seven or six, was Jesus Christ. Amen? That's, I can remember that vividly. You know, in Ghana, they have a lot of, you know, my, uh, they have a lot of crusades. And, and even as a child, when I walked into the house of God, there was this, there was just this presence. There was just this, there, it was something different. And it was something that since, since then, you don't see anywhere else other than in the, in, in, in the house of God, other than in a place where saints have gathered in the name of God. You don't see that presence anywhere. Amen? So, so confidence in God leads us to love the, the gathering of the saints, to love like just when we gather in the name of Jesus. So if you, have conf if, if you want to decrease your confidence in God, just neglect the, 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 the gathering of the saints. You, you, you will see that your life, you, will, you won't desire to come into the house of God. It's impossible because people who have confidence in God know that you cannot neglect the gathering of the saints because that's where we are sharpened. That's where if you look at the Bible and you look at anywhere that miracles happen, the, one or more saints was present. And what were they doing? They were exercising their confidence in God. We see Peter. The Bible says that at the hour of prayer, Peter came and he saw a cripple. Now, you know, if you don't have this confidence in God, and remember, this, the, 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 the Jesus that we serve, he's, he's not the Jesus of yesterday where he's just stuck in yesterday. He's also the Jesus of today. So you have to understand, when Peter, Peter of all people, we know Peter's past, Peter decided that on the day of prayer, on, remember, you have to understand that your confidence in God is related to your, the time you spend in prayer. Amen? So you see Peter and them and John at the hour of prayer, the Bible says they decided and they saw this cripple on this and they decided to exercise their confidence in God. You know, I hope that, I pray that this year we too will exercise our confidence in God. Amen? And the Bible said that. He said, he said hey, as for money, dear, we don't have. But this confidence that we have in Jesus, it's contagious. Amen? It's contagious. So, so receive this confidence. And, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the Bible says that it's, it's through the confidence of God that miracles that we can't even think about happens. Amen? So confidence in God is so, because you have to understand that miracles won't come without faith. Peter and them exercised faith by what? Taking action and exercising their confidence in Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And this year, I pray in the name of Jesus that we will exercise this confidence in God. Amen? If you're at home and your mom is sick, say, Mom, I will pray for you. 
I will pray for you to heal. If you're at school and you see things going around, you have to exercise this confidence in God. And I feel like majority of the time as Christians, we, 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 we hide our confidence in God. We hide it. So I pray that this year 20, this decade, that we will begin to explode in our confidence in God. Amen? Confidence in God, Bible says that it births a lifestyle of righteousness. Amen? 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 Where, what do people say about you when you're not there? I remember we, we had these visitors to this, this past holiday. We had these visitors, and they came from Nigeria, and they, there was like five of them. And uh, they came with their mom. And then, I, uh, you know, they're making all sort of ruckus in the house because they're kids, right? And I was talking to the young guy, and I'm like, hey, do you want me to celebrate when you're not here? Or do you want, like, or do you want, like, or do you want me to miss you when you're gone? Right? So when our confidence in God allows people to miss us when we're gone, amen? When you're not present in your home, when you're not present in your school, when you're not present in your world, when you're not present in the church, are you missed? So again, confidence in God must birth a lifestyle of righteous living. Amen? So read 1 Samuel twelve twenty-three, And this is Samuel. It says, As for me, I will certainly not sin against the Lord by ending my prayers for you. And I will continue to teach you what is good and right. Beloved, what is this text saying? The, Samuel is saying that if we fail to pray for people, we are actually sinning against God. So your confidence in God leads you to pray for people. Amen. And tonight we're going to exercise that confidence because people need our prayers. Amen. People need our prayers. And I always tell believers all the time that we need to put in our mind what really matters in the end. You know, sometimes we think it's our houses that matter. It's our, you know, kids that matter. It's, it, it, it's, it's so many other things that matter, but what really matters. Amen? And what really matters is your confidence in Christ Jesus. Amen? In your mind in your body, in your soul, in your spirit, are you confident when you hear the voice of the Lord? As we've entered into 2020, what are your spiritual goals? Do you have spiritual goals? What are your expectations of the Lord? If you don't expect anything from the Lord, if you don't, those that don't ask, the Bible's clear, if you don't ask, you don't receive. So we must, and how do we ask? If you don't pray, you're not asking. You're not asking if you don't pray. So prayer, this is why, you know, I was encouraged when Pastor, Pastor Phil said that this building will be a house of prayer. Amen? So if you neglect the gathering of the saints, you're actually neglecting prayer. And again, I'm not saying that your quiet time at home is not important. But when we read the Bible, it wasn't always about the quiet time of people at home. It was about the saints gathering and something happening. Amen? It is said that nothing diminishes in God. Amen? Nothing. 
nothing if you are you position yourself in 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 Christ you must understand that there's no lack you may feel like you see that's what I'm saying this Christian walk is not about how you feel you know you, when you read the 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 parable about Lazarus and uh the rich man in the world this it seemed like Lazarus was you know not on the winning side that you know it was the rich man that had it all but if you're not if at the end of this life you're not found in the bosom of of uh, Abraham was it really worth it there's nothing that's more more important amen you know uh, there's this phrase that we always say it says do the right thing always and be so good that you can't be ignored. This is from a friend of mine that, he, this is, his, he says, do what? The right thing always. Be so good that you can't be ignored. So whatever you do this 2020, again, do the right thing always. And be so good at what you're doing that you cannot be ignored. I can guarantee you that this will increase your confidence in God. Amen? When it comes to, um, I don't know if you guys have heard about him. His name is uh, Daniel Kalanda. He's the successor of uh, uh, Reinhard Bonnke. Everybody knows the great evangelist, Reinhard Bonnke. And there was a story about him that he was about to preach to 500 uh, individuals. And I guess with the rush and hustle and bustle of everything, the, the, it was saying that he forgot to pray, you know? And um, I guess on the way to the event, because he, he just had to rush. It's like, you know, you know when you're about to go to work and you wake up late and then now there's this rush of things. So it happened to him. And I guess on his way there, he had a quick prayer and he prayed to God and he asked God, Lord, you know, forgive me for I, I didn't pray. And then God's response to him is, don't worry. I'm not going to hold myself back because of you. God told them, don't, like, don't worry because this is bigger than you. Right? What you're doing, sometimes, you know, we, we, we look at our faults, you know, oh, we, and then we complain, we complain, we complain. We, we saw that in Moses. Moses was, oh, Lord, I can't do it. Moses, and then Jesus like, or God, it was like, Moses, just go. Beloved, I'm just here to remind you that when you're confident in God, you ha you have to, your confidence in God comes from the ability that it is he that is doing the work. Amen? It is God that has brought all of us from God knows where we all came from. But somehow we have converged on 1180 Midway. And it's not by, it's not by, uh, like chance, that we all, from all our backgrounds, from all our, um, from all our tribes and all our, somehow we all ended up here. It is for God's pleasing and perfect will. Amen? So take, so, so be, so when, when, when God does something, be excited. So I, I pray that 2020 is going to be a year of excitement. Amen? Like Pastor Phil said, break camp. You know, when, when we were writing in the, in, in the audiovisual, we thought it was break 
break out. But he said, no, break camp and advance. You know, many a times, it can happen to anybody where, and it happened to Peter, where you're not fixed, your eyes are not fixed on Jesus. Your eyes are fixed on maybe the exam that you have, the four years of university, the job that you just, the Bible says, take your eyes off those things. Just put your eyes on Jesus. Amen? Because when, we, when we're able to fix our eyes on Christ, it grows our confidence. Amen? So, it, and I always tell, you know, my wife that, you know, your first job or our first job is to be believers. Amen? So, if you lose your job, this is not the time, oh, I lost my job, and you're crying. Like, it's like, that's not your first job. Your first job is that you are a believer. Amen? So you should, instead of saying, oh, I lost my job, just say, oh, man, now I can, now I can spend more time with Jesus. Amen? Like, this is, this is what births confidence. Sometimes, you know, oh, like the Christian, Christianity is so, is sometimes when you look at it, it's very simple, and we make it so complex. Right? And then all the things that we end up worrying about, it never comes to pass. Amen? I'm going to end with this. Proverbs, I'm almost done, guys. Proverbs 19, 21 says that you can make plans, but it's the Lord's will that will prevail. Amen? You can make all your plans. I remember I've made all, I made so many plans. I didn't even know that I would be going to England. I didn't even know that, I, you know, like you make all these plans and you look at it. Oh, Lord, all these, all these plans. And it's just like God has, a, God has his own pen about your life. Amen? He has his own pen that he's writing. And, 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 you know, that we need to pray for whatever God is writing to come to pass. Amen? I end with this. It says, the principal aim of Christians is to do this. This is Colossians 1.10. It says, to live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way. One. Bear, bearing fruit in every good work. Three, growing in the knowledge of God. Amen? Beloved, this is the, these three things, if you are to focus on them this year, again, live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way. Bearing fruit in every good work and growing in the knowledge of God. If we enable ourselves through the power of the Holy Spirit and say, Spirit of the living God, these three things, I want grace in the area. Amen? I want grace to be able to bear fruit. I want grace to be able to be pleasing to the Lord. I want grace to be able to grow in my knowledge. Amen? But remember, th th these are, will remain theoretical, but... You, it also has practical aspects. Amen? I can't say I want to grow in the knowledge of God and not read my Bible. I can't say I want to live a life worthy and pleasing to the Lord. And when my friends come and say, let's, let's do this that's contrary to God, then I'm, 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 I'm there. So it's not just theoretical. It's also practical. Amen? Beloved, every one of us has been given a measure of divine favor divine gifting, divine grace, and divine faith. Amen? If we're able to tap 
into all these avenues, your confidence or your confidence in God will soar. Amen. I pray that in all that we do, that we will commit our ways to the Lord and he will establish it. Amen. Because it is not about how you begin this Christian life, but it is about how you end. And Paul said it well, and he said that nothing, in the end, nothing can separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. So I pray that we too, throughout our walk with the Lord, will be able to say nothing, nothing, not lost jobs, not this disease, not my stubborn kids, not the lack of career, not the fact that I'm single. Nothing can separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus. God bless you guys. God richly bless you for joining us on Back to the Word. We hope this message has blessed you and has given you new tools as you enter into the new year. We greatly appreciate your presence and your giving to the growth of this ministry. If you do not have a home church, we invite you to worship with us every Sunday at 1180 Midway Boulevard, Unit 2, from 10 a.m. Thank you once again for listening and see you next week on Back to the Word.